0: ready to get into it yeah all right yo what's up it's your boy d starks the starks artist you're now tuned in to another episode of the just different podcast where we talk everything faith life and culture here we are you know what I'm on saying? this friday yeah. jordan's finally back in the building Bro, yeah. bro's been ducked off in the cut yeah. working every time we've had to record but we here and i'm excited we were actually just talking about the fact that it's february Psh. which is Insane Already And one thing That I've been trying to do Is be more conscious Of time this year Like I want to be As present as possible Even when it comes to Knowing dates And just the day of the week That sounds so simple We're on the same type Of time (laughs) ever. i literally wake up look at my calendar like it's the fifth it's the fifth because no, yeah. last year i had no sense of time bro. i know that sounds if crazy. someone came up to me asked me what day of the week it was i'm like I don't ask know, me bro. the dates <laughs> anything like that so i think i've done a good job of that so far this year and what i'm proud of is i can say january was not wasted yeah. and i think that's my yeah. biggest goal for the year i want to take advantage of every opportunity each day every moment yeah and look back on 2024 and be like yo like i really enjoyed Everything, every part of process and the journey, yeah. and so I like I've been doing that, and I wanted to be more intentional about it this month because you know how it goes. At some point, you you wake up one day and it's like, bro, you're like six months into the year. You feel me, bro? Like, yo, what did I do? Crazy. What happened? Where'd my goals go? So, yeah, just a little check in at the beginning of this episode. How y'all doing with the resolutions, you know y'all what goals, saying. what you want to do this year? I was talking to Jordan about it. You mentioned a good point. Go, tell them what you said. What were we, we talking about? I was, tell, I was telling them because you had asked me about the month of January, right. and I was telling you that it, was, it was choppy. Um, and I agree with you know what you just said about the month of January. I think overall it wasn't wasted, but I was telling you about how at the beginning of the month, like the first two and a half weeks, really the first half like exactly maybe, I was on my P's and my Q's. I was on top of it. When it, tom- when it comes to my time, I was always spending it on something productive that was – pushing me closer to god or my purpose my music i was i was always being productive with every second of my time i was very intentional about it and then i like i slipped up i kind of i kind of got lackadaisical and i started putting too much confidence in my flesh is what i was telling you which the word says not to put confidence in your flesh so essentially i was on my piece my cues and i was like you know what bro one movie ain't gonna hurt (laughs) I've been I've been consuming all this productive content, watching, you know, I was watching a lot of basement, like Tim Ross stuff, watching a lot of sermons. I'm like, you know what? One movie ain't going to hurt. I put confidence in my flesh. Like, oh, I can watch one and stop. No, bro. I watched one movie, and it was a, a foot in the door for a lot of old habits to come back in, is what I was saying. And that's where it was choppy. It got choppy. So maybe about, you know, five days ago, I'm like, bro, what am I doing? It wasn't like I was completely wasting my time, but... I wasn't spending it as efficiently as I was at the beginning of the year, right? Like the first couple of weeks. Like, you know what? Like, let's tap back in. Let me let me tee up, bro. Back on some every single second of my time, I need to be spinning it towards something productive, right? Um, and that includes rest too, because I don't want to make it sound like I'm just out here grinding. Like 24/7. rest is productive, you see what I'm saying? So that's a part of it. Um But yeah, so so you gotta you gotta learn in those moments, not to put confidence in your flesh. Yeah, and I thought that was a point that stuck out to me. Yeah. We'll hear it sometimes, but that's where the difference between motivation and discipline comes in. is These spikes and spurts of excitement yeah. and... A lot of vigor or discipline toward what we're trying to do, and then it just kind of fades away. And discipline is there's those small steps in the right direction, independent of what's going on, the circumstance, how we're feeling, in terms of not putting confidence in the flesh, like getting too boastful. Like, oh, man, I've had a great two weeks. This year started off amazing. You feel me? Now let me kind of just take the foot off the the gas for a second. And so, yeah, it's it's always good to reorient yourself, and that's something that I want to do more of, even as you're saying it. So starting off this month, okay, like, Let's take a deep breath. Let's look at mm-hmm. where we're at, where we said we wanted to go, and let's continue to move in that direction. How can we get better? And to that point, I was talking to Jordan about what he was wanted to talk about and really yeah. get into today. And I thought that was fitting to start this off talking about let's not put confidence in the flesh and having discipline because I think one of the big things that come along with this conversation is like being fully dependent on God. Exactly. And never having a moment or a lapse where we feel we don't need him mm-hmm. and or mm-hmm. our own strength is enough to carry us through this year our exactly. goal what we're going to do because that's what happens at times i think where i got likes of days are cool what what you tell yourself in moments like that is i've been working really hard i've been disciplined i've been seeking god first i've been doing all these things now let me reward myself and chill a little bit but you got to understand the end of this path is the reward like you know what i mean like what what is the true reward that that time you spend watching that movie chilling whatever that thing is, because it's different for for different people, is that really the reward? I think that's a question you have to ask yourself. So, And so that's what God has been teaching me. That's a part of it, at least. And like you said, humility has been huge in understanding my dependence on God. And i have been in this place where I've been asking myself, what is humility and why is it important? And I've been allowing the word to shape that definition for me. And where that first took me in this, you know, deep dive into this was Matthew 18, the first few verses. And it reads, At this time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Because that's a, that's, a, that's a weighty question. You see what I'm saying? Who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Like, yo, you're on the edge of your seat at that point. Like, what's he going to say? Like, who's who's the greatest? Who's the greatest, right? He called a little child to him and placed the child among them. And he said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children... You will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Now, imagine you're a disciple, right? You ask this deep question, like, yo, who's the greatest in the kingdom, right? And Jesus is getting ready to answer like, yo, snap, like, yo, <laughs> he's about to tell us who's the greatest, bro, like, what's, what's going on? And you bring a little kid in front of you, you're going to be like, what? Like, what what, what what does he mean by that? And I think that kind of reflects where I was at, not reflects, but what I was going to say is when I was earlier in my walk with God, I would read stuff like this and I would be like, yo, that sounds really good. And I'm like, yo, write that down, write that down. But I didn't really understood what what it it meant, you know? So when I read this, I'm like, okay, what, what does it mean? And that also took me to Matthew chapter six, verse nine. And for context, in this chapter, Matthew six, the first few verses, Jesus is literally teaching us how to pray, which... If Jesus himself is teaching us how to pray, I think that's something that we need to be playing, paying very close attention to. Right. So Matthew six, nine reads, he says, this then is how you should pray. And it's the Lord's prayer. He says, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And I just think it's very important to take note of the first thing that's mentioned in this prayer, because this is a daily prayer He's saying that we need to be praying or at least, I guess, a blueprint of what our prayer should look like. And he says, our father in Heaven, so the first thing that he is paying or or getting our minds to is recognizing God's position and where he's seated, who God is and where he's seated. He's our Father in heaven, so when you're looking at this father piece of it, I think in a lot of our lives, Father has simply just become a title instead of a position, you know it's like Mr or Mrs like it's not it doesn't really. Mean much, but we have to recognize that Father it is His position in our lives and we are His, His children. And that goes back to what is talking about in Matthew 18 when He's saying you need to become like little children, and if you don't, you won't inherit the kingdom of God. What are children? Children are dependent on their parents for everything. So that's what He's saying it's a message of dependence and humility. So we are his children. He's our father. And that brings me back to my first question of what is humility? And God's been showing me through all of that, that humility is learning to be a child again. It's a principle of dependence. And I think it's very difficult because we're, we're grown now. Most of us listening to this, we're either in adulthood or we're transitioning into adulthood. And we're taught our whole lives how to stand on our own two feet and I think the dependence that we had on our earthly you know, mother and father, it was a temporary dependence, but the dependence we have on our heavenly father is a eternal one. And uh, it leaves you in this difficult place. And that's where I'm at, juggling this and wrestling with this and learning how to let go of a piece of my independence and learn that I need God for everything because it's like. We don't want to be kids again. In some ways we do, but we, we enjoy the, I guess, the, the sense of freedom that comes with being adult. And there's a level of pride that goes into like, yo, I can stand up on my own too. You know what I'm saying? On my own too. So it's difficult to go back to that place where it's like, yo, I'm, I'm not as smart. I'm not as strong. I'm not as athletic. I'm not as competent as I as I thought I was. It's hard to get back to that place, but that's what God is saying that we need to do learn how to be children fully dependent on him no as you were talking this really reminds me of the idea of like coming back home Mm -hmm. and almost moving back in to your parents house and let's stay with this particular analogy right because it's a transition that me and you went through Mm. and You know, you take that step, whether you graduate college and or you're just transitioning into adulthood and you want more independence, you want your own space, you want, you know, freedom to make your own decisions, not necessarily be under your parents' roof and their rules and whatever else they need you to do. And so you take that leap and you then get acclimated to that type of environment of not having someone telling you when you have to right. be home, not having to ask permission to go to this place or that place. Mm-hmm. And you kind of built somewhat of not necessarily entitlement, but this pride in I'm an individual that makes my own money, makes my own decisions. And I'm kind of free of any type of restriction and, or regulation of some mm-hmm. sort and or authority for the most part and then let's just say something happens and or takes place like like things change whether that be financially for you right. emotionally and just within the aspects or details of your life and then you're kind of forced to make a decision and or you're at a crossroads right to where you know you could benefit from coming back home and being with your parents and staying with your family, or you can try and just continue to stick it out on your own. And I think that in this conversation of understanding humility and being completely dependent on God, I think we always have a decision to make, Mm -hmm. is to like stick it out on our own or make a decision to come back home to our parents. In a sense. Yeah, yeah. I think the idea of that is it takes a lot of pride away for you to say I tried it my way and it didn't work out hmm I thought it was going to end up in a different position or just or really the idea of saying you know what I need help yeah. I need some assistance I need to get back on my feet and taking that position of I know nothing you know everything and I'm going to heed to you yeah and your will and what you have and so that's the first thing that came to my mind I think it's just you know taking an opportunity to really look at the two paths you can go down exactly and coming back home that's a fire analogy I'm not gonna lie yeah it was the first thing that came to my mind I was thinking about because I, I didn't and it mind. makes a lot of sense yeah it makes a lot of sense and I think it's a very good way to like explain this principle we're talking about and like, I guess in a, in a earthly way or like in a way that people could understand. Um, so when, when I was thinking about humility even further, it's funny how things work out sometimes. Cause I was actually reading through Matthew looking for verses about faith and I ended up finding humility in, in, in an odd way. So I, I was looking through the instances in Matthew where Jesus had moments where he would say stuff like, you know, your faith has healed you. Let it be done to you according to your faith. These miracles that he did for people and how he emphasized how their faith played a part into it. I was looking for verses like that. And I wanted to write down all the ones I found in Matthew so that I can have them and memorize them and, and whatnot. So I have a few of them written down. Um, and I'm going to read one because uh, I don't want to go through all of them, but I'm, I'm going to read one. This is, we know the one about the woman with the issue of blood in Matthew chapter 9. It says in chapter nine twenty one, for she said to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I'll be made well. And then Matthew, the next verse, he says, have courage, daughter, your faith has healed you. After she went up, touched his him, and she was healed. There was other instances where there was two blind men, the instance of the Canaanite woman, which is like, yo, even the dogs eat the crumbs off the table. These are all instances where healing happened, and then Jesus says, your faith has healed you go, right? Go go and be happy. Go, go and live peaceful lives. So I'm looking at these verses and I'm asking myself, okay, what else is here? What am I recognizing commonalities between these instances other than just their faith? And I really just commended and recognized the desperation that they had in these moments. They had such desperation to receive healing from Jesus in every single one of these moments. And okay, so then I backtrack, I ask myself, okay, where did this desperation come from? And it came from a need, or really their recognition of that need. They recognize I have a need for something that Jesus has. I have a, I have a need for Jesus, and not just himself, but, but what he can give me, right? So, so there was a recognition of a need that led to the desperation that led to the faith that, that Jesus notices in these moments, and that's humility. They had to humble themselves to a place and say, yo, I need Jesus, and that's what led to that hunger that desperation a desperate heart is is good ground but it starts with humility like i said it's like a it's like a prover- proverbial how you pronounce it <laughs> proverbial is that the word <laughs> <I don't laughs> proverbial. Know. it's proverbial proverbial snowball no, i saw i just saw somebody make this post or whatever uh, it was like a meme and it said no 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 it was on tiktok yeah. it was like when you trying to like When you're trying to spell out, like, a big word, but your autocorrect don't know either, and you're both dumb or something like that. I was like, I hate when that happens. No, for real, bro. You got to Google it, and you're like, oh, my gosh, bro. That's funny. Um, Yeah, It's like a proverbial snowball, and it starts with humility. So, like I said, I went to Matthew looking for verses about faith, but God showed me humility and how your humility is directly tied to your faith, which... This points to the importance of humility because in the word it says, in Hebrews eleven six it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And God's shown me like your humility is directly tied to your faith. So I mean, by association, without humility, it's impossible to please God because you're not going to have faith in something that you don't recognize your need for. So I think it, humility is really such a foundation for your walk with God. And that's what he was showing me as well, how faith and how humility actually are so intertwined as well so that was kind of like the next thing that he showed me in terms of why like the why is important because i i touched on what is humility and this is god showed me this is why you need humility because without it it's like you can't really get anything else and that reminds me of i was listening to something today and it was pastor robert madu what's his name yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. And he was basically teaching on gratitude. And one thing that he said is the fact that it's hard to be grateful for what you feel entitled to. And it I, that's fine. I ain't going. It, made, it, it made so much sense. And yeah. I think it kind of ties into this idea of you're never going to have faith for what you don't believe you really need. Like, mm-hmm. there is, there is no you know, hope that needs to happen and or take place if I do feel like I have everything I have and or I can get it from or within myself. Yeah. And think about this, like, sense of entitlement almost, like, within this conversation, too, when we talk about dependence. Right. Like, we really do at some point feel as if we can sustain ourselves, hold ourselves up, and or put a lot of faith into all these other avenues within our life whether it be the provision from our job or the Mm -hmm. security of this degree or you know the network within this company or the relationship that we've been able to build and at some point we are under this misconception this illusion that our hand was the one that really brought all this upon us and so since that was the case in this next season of my life for these goals that I'm trying to really reach I feel as if it's something that I can go do on my mm-hmm. own exactly. and okay what where's the faith in that what exactly what's the desperation there knowing that okay at some point I know I fall short of this but God's the one that provides the increase on it all yeah And so when he said that and you were mentioning this to me that's the first thing that came to my mind it's hard to be grateful for what you feel entitled to and mm-hmm. I think that we are entitled in a way that we believe that, you know, just because of our hands, like, there's going to be a producer result that only God can really give us. Yeah. And we need to just come back to this place of humility, to your point of being a child, mm. understanding, you know, our obedience is what provides everything that we have. Exactly. House, exactly. And that's it. Dang, hold on. We we cooking some up right here. Okay, dang. <laughs> Thanks, so humility plays into faith humility plays into gratefulness like i I really think which is I feel like it's it's intentional by God it's why he's taking me through this this lesson right now it's something that I definitely learned earlier in my walk but something I needed to revisit because maybe something I lost it's something I lost sight of but it is such a found foundational concept that you have or principle that you have to understand because we're already i mean I didn't even know that like the whole gratefulness piece you just tie that in it's like even through this episode, God showed me how oh, humility really is a foundation for so many mm. other things in your walk with God. So it's so important. Um, so I, I've been reading Crazy Faith. Why well, I already finished it. Crazy Faith by Michael Todd it's actually it's a fire book i almost said actually a fire book it's such a, that's, such that's, a that's such a backhanded back that's such a back compliment i don't know why i was gonna say that <laughs> but with the with hyped up books you never really know like sure, you know what yeah. i mean because it's like yo, that's so hyped up like, is it really gonna be anything mm-hmm. good it was bro the, the <laughs> hype the hype is real he has said a quote he said prayer is the language of the dependent i just we can end the episode you right <laughs> <laughs> said prayer is the language of the dependent i was like yo that's so fire and then he goes on to expound upon that and he talks about how he says a pray a day without prayer is a boast before the lord and how essentially you are making a declaration if i if i wake up and i don't say a prayer to god but before a thing before my day whatever the case is i am telling god through that action that it's like i can do this on my own like i I don't i don't need your divine intervention intervention i don't need your guidance And that really convicted me, honestly, because I I really I really recognized even with stuff like before I go into work, I wasn't praying for real. Sometimes I was, but it wasn't something I was intentional about. And that showed me in those moments, that's me telling God, yo, I can go into this workplace and represent your kingdom without you. Like what? Like what? (laughs) Because that was my goal. Like, how can I say my goal is I want to go into this workplace? I want to be. You know, Christ-like. I want. I want to represent you, and then I'm not praying before I go in. That's me telling God I don't need Him for me to do that, and that 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 don't even make sense. That doesn't even compute. So that's just like a personal example of what God was. I guess you know, reflecting back to me in my own life where I, where I was wrong. But the point that I'm trying to make with this is that is a way that I have been applying this principle of humility is I've been praying a lot more before work obviously beginning of my day before i even have interactions with people i've been trying to be so intentional about praying um and i want to harp or or put a lot of um, emphasis on the intentional part as well because i think a lot of discouragement can come through certain processes because you feel like you know i prayed about it and it's not getting any easier and it's like you gotta it's 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 about intentionality and really training yourself that's what God's been showing me. Like I, have, I have to train myself to be dependent on him. Be- just how I've trained myself to be independent, I have to train myself out of that mindset and, and learn that I'm actually fully dependent on him. So that's just a point I wanted to make because I, I don't want people to be discouraged in this process. You got to train yourself. So be super intentional about prayer. That, that's something that God's been showing me because it is the language of the dependent. And that's such a bar. That's such a bar. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. The language of the dependent. That's so tough. Man. And that's crazy. I, he doesn't even know really the last two episodes that we've been going uh, I through. Don't, y'all. I don't. But I've been telling them that I, I did practical ways in terms of getting closer to God Mm-mm. and then also hearing his voice. Got and you. one thing that I've been brought to is back to the basics. That's crazy, and I and I, tell, I no no when I tell y'all I haven't been on YouTube, bro, bro, I have he, not seen. He, he doesn't this, know. I like, haven't seen what it. episodes that I've I've got yeah. I have no release. idea. And I told them I feel like I've been mm. basically getting new language for old ideas mm. that I Dang. know that I've come across and heard before, but I've me? never heard it in this way, and it's right. making it come alive for me in this season, mm. and so. You know, I told them you're probably going to hear a lot more of that, especially through February. Yeah. So it's almost a serious, like back to that's the basics. That's crazy. Bro. Back to the so basics. When you said that, I was like, <laughs> yo, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's what this is. Like, we think we've Facts. heard it enough or we know it enough. But no, even when it comes to dependence, mm-hmm. there's another level of this that can even be more applicable to our lives. Most um, definitely. And to your point, prayer which I talked about last episode is asking God specific questions, integrating yeah. him into the very minute details of our life. That's dependence. It's just like a true acknowledgement and attentiveness toward no, what do you have to say about this? Yeah. I don't want to do this independent of you and making every action to do so. So, yeah. yeah. And then kind of going back to my example of coming back to your parents' house or moving back in with your family. I think that, you know, sometimes it can feel rest- like a restriction like you're like oh i'm about to go back into this bondage of like yeah. their rules and what they have for me or whatnot but then you get back and there's so much more peace and the responsibility that you once had you're almost not necessarily sh- sheltered from but you're protected from yeah almost and i think that as children as we come to god that way in humility a complete dependence on him he then's able to he's able to protect us in the way only he can he's going to be able to provide for us in the way only he can but he can't do that for us if we're outside of his house exactly so you know everything that we need is right next to him and in him and as like daunting as it may seem of giving up some of this control is exactly what we need to do and it is always better in his hands i think we always end with that and you know he can do way more with it, so. Dang. I think you saying that is really, it's, you, <laughs> this is, may seem like it has nothing to do with this episode, but I've been struggling to tithe, bro. Like, last year, that's something that God guy showed me. I was not tithing for real. And, you know, you've heard the quote, like, God can do way more with your 10% than you can do with your 100 and that guys just literally just kind of show was just showing me through what you said my lack of humility even plays into my reluctance to tie and it's 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 a fear of lack and not enough and yeah giving that's a, th- another practical mm. way of giving up this particular yes. control because i put more faith in my provision from my job than what god can do right like, even though i can't sometimes see it directly or what's going to happen from it but it's like yo i need to keep this like yeah support this i can't give it to him because then i'm not going to have enough right or whatever the case may be but yeah that's crazy if he's the ultimate provider and we know that he's always going to take care of our needs mm. then giving that portion up to him Shouldn't be as big of an issue as it is. And in that same vein, at the end of the day, bro, God can do more with your control than you can. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the day, I promise you. I promise you that. I will double down on that. I will die on that hill, bro. (laughs) That's a fact. Oh, man. So developing the language of the dependent and just allow that to show up in your life through, through prayer and other practical ways. God is calling you to lose control. Yeah. Like... Let it go, you know what I mean, yeah, I think seeking him in that aspect to him to highlight that for you individually mm-hmm. is gonna be just another key to the next level and this year and everything else, so lose control, yeah, I wanna that's I, good. I want to get back to all the creative titles, but sometimes yeah, it just feels so difficult. Yeah, bro. sometimes it's hard. <laughs> I know. I need y'all's help on what this is going to be. I like what you just said, though, about the... That might be kind of long, though, developing the... Uh, the la- language of the dependent. Or maybe just that, you Something know? Something like that. Yeah, bro. I like that, though. I'm trying to be fluent in that language, you know what I'm saying? That's a fact. What language y'all talking, huh? Uh? Huh? 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right, let me see. So we got the Putting You On segment back, bro. Urge, urge, urge. I played something by Sunday. Is that his name? Oh, yes. sir. I think it's Elohim. Sunday. I think it's Sunday. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I Someone told, told me it was Sunday. Name, I thought it was bro. Sunday. Someone told me it was I always do this with artists. I'm so sorry. Sunday. <laughs> I play Elohim. I don't know if you, have you heard that. Yes. Yeah, fire. Elohim. El oh, Shaddai. Yes, All right. So we're back yes, with yes, another heater this week. We got No Backside and by Secret. I thought we had played this before, but we hadn't because I looked through our playlist. And I didn't listen to this in a minute, okay, okay, but it, it is crazy. So we, we tapped in. Let's do it. <laughs> Man, the love of Jesus is wonderful. Bro, it's a blessing in itself to worship a God like him. But then again, ain't nobody like him. times I was out here sinning. I was slipping and sliding. I couldn't hear your voice. I felt so distant. Holy Spirit, don't leave me because you God, you the reason I'm different, and when nobody's there to hear my problems, I know you gon' listen, gotta open my Bible and I get a reading, I gotta flip to a page, and the enemy, he be playing with my top, he know that I struggle with rage, yeah, but I gotta put to the spirit, you know I'm taking it day by day, and when I get really mad, I ain't angry, man, I'm just feeling the pain, so I gotta and I gotta tear my flesh and put it in its place, kill my own self, then I clean the mess, I won't leave a trace, no, I cannot follow the crowd, you know I'm running my own race, I gotta stay in your will, I cannot do it my own way. So I strive for the heavenly prize. I know you coming back real soon. Early morning worship Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's just me and you. My God, I'm all ears. Like, just tell me what I gotta do. Preach the gospel to him, but he with his voice so I guess he getting it too. Like, hey, yo, bro, let me talk to you. Have you heard the good news? But hey, before I start, any demonic interference gotta move. Don't just talk about love, talk about repentance. No, you cannot pick and choose. Hey, ain't gonna lie, that's the one. I was gonna that's let that play crazy. out, but yo, that's no. Hold on. That, that's no backsliding by Secret. Shout out, sh- shout out Secret. Shout out Secret. That junk's crazy. Real I'm t- a R&B buff. It's any any flip of the R&B Man. samples with hip hop is over with. Like every time. So I'm going to try not to like bombard y'all with that type <laughs> of music. We're going to get it diverse for the putting you on. I got another song next week. Okay, okay. you're already ready. He's already ready. It's no, because it was a song I just played by uh, DKG. Oh, that one was crazy. That one was crazy. The flip? That one was crazy. I couldn't decide on which one, but I went with <laughs> that one. But anyways, the link to those playlists for the Putting You On segment for all the songs that have been featured that we're going to play in the future are in the description. We've got Apple and Spotify, so check them out, add them, send them, do whatever you need to do. And then also sending y'all's recommendations to whatever you're listening to, because we still always trying to get put on the good music. Facts. Regardless. So, y'all know what it is. Hope you have an amazing weekend. Enjoy yourself. Um, stay you. Stay real. And stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love.